for the Lord God Almighty Let's exalt his holy name this morning. Let's magnify the King of Kings. Let's give the Lord of Lord a shout out. Let's thank him for what he's been doing in our life, for what he's been showing in our in our means, for his love concerning our family, for his mercy that endured forever, for his revealed in our life. Father, we thank you, King of Glory. Lord of Lords, we magnify your holy name because there is none like unto you. Worthy to be praised, you're worthy to be honored, you're worthy to be adored this morning. Lord, we have come before you to say thank you 
for what you're doing yeah. in our home, for what you're doing in our life, for what you're doing among our brethren. Lord, we have showed you this morning. We give you all the adoration. We say, Allah be thy name, our eternal King of kings, our Lord of lords, omnipotent God, omnipresent God, omnipresent God, there is no like unto you. Lord, and make us to speak among the holiness you are in the palace, Father, we give you praise. You are a wonderful God, Lord, we have showed you this
Uh, today we will be looking at the word you are being prone, you are being prone, you are being prone by part two. Uh, yesterday we sent out the, the part one aspect of it yesterday. And I know the part one actually tells us so much about how when God is disciplining us, it feels like yeah, we have been we have been uh been be, be going through some at time some hardship some some so, so, something that is not convenient for the flesh and uh, most of the time when that is happening it's uh, god is telling us that like, yeah, yeah yeah look up to me look up to me look up to me look up to me because whatever it is that you're going through right now it's a, it's a, it's a stage where i'm setting for you to move to the next level, to move to the next level, and uh, that's what yesterday was talking about. That sometimes we 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 are go through that 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 stress of a of a, of a, of, a, of a loss, loved one, or we go through the stress of a of, of a setback uh, on the, on the job cutback, or in the financial distress, or even when we 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 go through the pruning, sometimes uh, things just look like we're being punished. Uh, it look like we're just going through some hardship. Confusion takes it in the enemy comes everywhere our mind comes going all over the place but one thing that we want to do in the time of prone is we want to look up to the auto and finish of our faith and that's the foundation of yesterday that we lay that you've been prone that anything that you may be going through is going to come out that you your tree will come out as a solid tree and it will produce the good fruit that the lord that the people will look at and admire and want to come and eat from and that's what Promen from the Lord does. And today, uh, we're going to look at today's, uh, today's talking about Promen actually move you to the next level, the next level of what God's expectation is for your life. Uh, so it's not about just uh, when you're going through circumstances, sometimes we think that God is punishing us. But brethren, no, that's not the case. No, that's not the case. That's not always the case. As a matter of fact, that's not the case when you're in Christ Jesus, because Christ Jesus is has taken and bore your pain. He has borne your sorrow. He has borne all the all the things that you may be going through when you remain and abide in Him. Uh, so when we go through pain, sometimes it's because God wants to move us to the next level. And I pray that whatever it is that you may be going through this morning, that the end of God will touch you, that the power of God will move with you, that the angelic host will come to you and carry you and move you to the next stage of your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So we look at our part two, you're being pruned, uh, part two, uh, which is very interesting today. And our uh, text this morning is found in the book of uh, Psalm 119, Psalm 119 from verse 70, 71. Psalm 119 verse 71. Say, it is a good, it, it, it was good for me to be afflicted. <laughs> Can you hear that? They say the new, the new the NIV said, let, let's go and read what the new international version said on it, new living translation say on it. Let's 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 look at it. He said, My suffering was good for me. That's what new living translation said. But new international version said, it was good for me to be what? Afflicted. How can somebody just look at it and say it's good for me to be afflicted? Sammy said that. It was good for me to be afflicted. And the deep portion said, so that I may learn the decree of the Lord. I may learn the way of the Lord. I may learn what God's expectations are of me. I may learn what the future lies on that is not about me, but it's about God. 
So let me read out so I can get a contribution this morning. It's not a lot of us this morning on the line, but I just pray that the Holy Spirit will speak through everyone on the line this morning and that will be a blessing to one another in the mighty name of Jesus. So I'll read out. It's a God use problem, precious, and people to prone, to prone you for greater fruitfulness. For greater fruitfulness. God used them. He used problem. He used pressure. He used people to prune you for better, greater, and even mightier fruitfulness. Are you aware of him using any of these th three things in your life today? Uh, has God been, have you been going through one problem or the other? Pressure on the job, pressure at home, pressure on the family, pressure on every aspect of the, of the thing, or people all people that are around you just doesn't just doesn't appreciate or just put problem and problem and problem upon you. Yes, we all go through all these three things every day. But listen, God can use all situations in our lives to help you in your life to help you grow if you we just have the right attitude. And what attitude are we talking about this morning? The attitude of praise, we're going to get there later. If you can just have the right attitude, if we use major frustration, major frustration, like we're going through right now, financial setback. Many of us are going through, we don't even know how we're going to take care of some certain bills. We don't even know how the future is going to be. We don't even know what is going to, what the next food is going to be. How is the next bill going to pay? But this is for you that whatever it is that you're doing, the major frustration on financial setback, it's one of those things that God we use to say, yes, trust me, I am the one that can help you through all things, not yourself, but me. That's God. A, even a sudden sickness, he wasn't expecting it, or a broken marriage, a rebellious child, even the death of a loved one to get your attention. The listening, all of this thing that's happening around you, I, I, I have control over them. Look at me, look at me. But instead of that, we look at it, we start thinking we're not meditating on the word of God anymore. We are not seeking the face of God anymore. The problem now becomes the thing that we worship. Oh, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? We're not asking God any direction anymore. And you say, but it hurts so much. Yes. Proming is painful. Going through financial setback is painful. Going through sudden sickness that you're not expected is painful. Going through broken marriages is painful. Rebellious children that can't give you a peace of mind is painful. Even the person that you love so much, lost of them, is painful. All of these things are painful. When you're going through them, sometimes a gardener we have to prune a tree until it looks like a totem pole or a giant toothpick. It's not pretty sight, but guess what? When a, 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 a tree that's supposed to go, it become like a pole because you're taking the trimming this, the trimming that, and it, it looks ugly. But guess what? Because of that trimming that's done on that tree, that tree now become more even solidified in the foundation. 
the knowledge. Listen to what Sammy said. You remember what Sammy said in Psalm 119, verse, uh, verse 17, that it is better for me to be afflicted so that I might learn of his decree, so that I might be established in him, so I might be able to know his power, so I might be able to walk in his ability, not in my own ability. So it's better for me to go through those things so I can have a greater testimony about who God is. Hallelujah. It is not a pretty sight, but the pruning, the, the pruning process is positive. God is not mad at you. It's not. Because, it's, because of the sickness, God is not mad at you. Because of the broken relationship, not because of that. Or your children come out to be having a rebellious children. Not because God is mad at you. Or because somebody died. No, it's not because God is mad at you. Why? Because there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. When you are in him, there is nothing happening around you that God is mad at you about. It's not judging you. All he's asking you is attention for you to look at him, to build a relationship, to look at him, to look, invite him into that thing. Often we don't invite him into those things. We invite everybody else in the world into it. But God it's been the one that we invited at the last person. God does not punish. It's genuine, it genuine children. He doesn't punish them. Jesus took your punishment on the cross. God's prune, pruning is for your best. If you're in Christ and you are a child of God and you're truly worshiping him in spirit and in truth and obedient child of God, God pruning is for your best, for more fruitfulness in your life, for a solidified relationship between you and him. God can prune, can, God's pruning fail, fail to produce. Can God's pruning fail to produce? Sure, if you don't cooperate. That's a good question. Can God pruning fail to, to, to produce? Yes, if you don't yield, if you don't cooperate, how does God produce? How? How does he promise? How does he produce? And what does he produce? He produces love. He produces joy. He produces patience. He produces peace. He produces kindness. He produces gentleness. He produces faithfulness, gentleness, and goodness. And above all, he produces self-control. Again, it solidifies you. And knowing who he is, trusting who he is, believing who he is, and following his precept all the way. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. It produces all of these qualities. I mean, God pruning, produce all of this quality in you by allowing you to face situations and people with exact, exactly the opposite quality. It teaches you to love, but putting you around difficult people. Can you believe that? God is teaching us to love for everybody that's around us. Everybody around us, they just, <laughs> as I call it, whatever it is that you want to call them. Those people around us, they are so mean, but we must love them. They are so careless, but we must love them. They use us, but we must love them. They don't appreciate us, but we must love them. 
He's promising us to love, but at the same time, everybody around us, they are the ones that just hate us. But he's saying that we should love them. It teaches us to be patient by letting things frustrate us. Can you imagine that? Oh, I do it, it didn't work. I want that, I can't get it. What I have, I lost it. Everything just was going work. And this frustration just keep piling up. It just keep piling up. And God is saying, wait. God is saying, don't worry. God is saying, just trust me. God is saying, just believe in me. And every time you believe, it still doesn't work. Every time you wait, it still doesn't see the result. Every time you still wait and you still, it is the time of pruning. It's the time of pruning. All you need to do is continue to trust him, continue to believe him, continue to wait on him, continue to allow him to have his way. I always love the story of Joseph. Despite, in spite of all the pruning that God did in his life, he waited patiently, waited patiently, still looking unto God that yes, one day that dream will come to pass. Lo and behold, the dream did come to pass. It came to pass. It wants you to be patient. It makes you be frustrated, but it wants you to learn how to be patient. You say, how can I cooperate with God? It is simple. The Bible says, always be joyful, be thankful, be appreciative of who he is in your life. That yes, even though I may not be where I want to be, I have God, and that's all that matters. Contentment with godliness. It's a great game. Contentment with godliness is a great game. I know many people that have everything that the world has to give and they are not content and they don't have God. And the peace of God is so far away from them. Be joyful. Never stop praying and be giving thanks in all circumstances. One of the greatest Bible verses that we need to use every day, that we need to remind ourselves of every day. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 16 to 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 16 to 18. It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. In all circumstances. Yeah, is it a setback in the finances? Be thankful. Is it a marriage that's failed or broken? Be thankful. It's a situation with your children are not going the way you want it to be. Be thankful to God and show your appreciation to God that, yes, God, you have given me this to learn something from it, what is coming out of it, in all circumstances. Because what is happening with our finances at that time is the will of God. Me and my wife was having a conversation this morning, and we're talking about things that happened. I said, oh, this should have been done. I said, no, 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 no. It shouldn't have been done anyhow. Was it done? It is done. That's how God wanted it to be. And once it is done, that's how God wanted it to be. Finish it. Thank God for it and move on. 
Don't even go back to town and reevaluate it. And how the I'm not saying that when things happen, you should not go back to go and look at where the error is or the mistake is. What you need to do, but what you need to do, like the childlike faith, when the child fall, where we come from, they say the child look up in the front. But when the old people fall, we are looking back to the way. But the childlike faith is that when you fall, you look up and say, God, where does my help come from? We need to stop looking back to look for that error. It is what God wants to do at that time. Move on and trust him for the next move. Give him thanks for it. If you need to evaluate it, don't worry. The evaluation will come when the time comes. But don't go back to the way you have made the mistake and start reading it. Like you're reading the episode. Because that's gone. The grace that was there yesterday, already gone. You need a better things ahead of you that you need grace to move on to. So thank God and look at him to say, God, what is next? Mistake that we make is always going back to evaluate our mistake, our failure, and stay in it. And we start calculating it for the next week. But you know that the failure of yesterday might not be the same test you're going to have tomorrow. Because he knows the future. You don't. You might think the, the exam that you have yesterday, the mistake you make yesterday, is going to be the same mistake you're going to so you can you can find your way through it. No, if you're not working with God, the same mistake you make yesterday, you're going to make it tomorrow. If you do not look up to him, the auto and the finisher of your faith, to move on to the next level. So you need to thank him, invite him into your next move, and let him take control of your next move. And that's where you're going to see success, because you are now in his will. I mean, it helps us to be able to walk according to his will in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, whatever affliction you're going through right now, you're on your own. Because you're not going to be able to understand the decree of God. You're not going to understand the will of God concerning those things. And it might just be that you go through that hardship for nothing. You must first allow Jesus Christ to come into your heart. All you have to do is ask him, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Whatever I'm going through right now, I'm inviting you into it. Come and be my Lord and my personal Savior. So you can mold me to the way you want it to be. You can give me strength to go through this challenge of financial difficulty. You can give me strength to go through this issue of my emotional and marital issue that I'm going through. You can give me strength to be able and wisdom to address my issue with my children that are going wayward. You can give me that issue, that, that, that grace and that knowledge uh, in how to deal with the death of this one that I've loved, the comfort that I need uh, to be able to move on. This morning, you can ask him to be your Lord and Savior. All you have to say to him this morning, I believe, Lord Jesus, that you are the son of God. You died on the cross of Calvary. I come into my life, be my Lord and my personal Savior. This morning, I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. If you say that prayer, we welcome you to the kingdom of God. We pray that the Lord will start working with you, start working with you as he's pruning you, that you will turn out to be great and mighty one that God wants you to be. He's created you to be in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Look for a Bible-believing church close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and they will work with you. If you can find a church, go on the internet, type rccg.org. And just ask them, you will find the redeemed Christian Church of God close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Christ. They will walk with you. The rest of us, we can pray and ask God that God, as you promise me, as you promise me, help me to open my eye of understanding to see what you're doing so that I can start following your precepts. I can start following your precepts because Sammy says, 
He said in that book of one, uh, Psalm 119, verse, uh, verse 71, he said, it is good for me to be afflicted. It is good for me to suffer so that I may learn his decree. I may learn his way. I may learn his will. I might know what his plan is for my life. May God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. I will pause and say, take a couple of contributions and uh, have Pastor Mrs. to pray for us after we finish, please. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you for today's um, topic. Really appreciate how you took it. But one thing is, I would like us to echo on this morning. It's just for us to understand the fact that whenever we are going through any situation or any difficulties, just like what today's, um, today's um, write-up has already listed, we shouldn't see it as God is actually punishing us. And uh, I actually like the Roman 8 that they brought, Roman 8 1, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That God, has, not because he wants to condemn us, not because he wants to punish us, not because he wants to reject us, not because, because, not because he wants to show wickedness on us, but because he wants the best to come out of us. And that is why he's making us to go through this prone. And even the second Corinthians 4 was actually telling us about this. You know, second Corinthians 4, if I if I can read it, um 17. Second Corinthians 4:17. He said, For our light affliction, which is for a moment, is working for us as far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. 18 says, why we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So he's trying to let us to understand that whatever affliction is just for a moment. It is for a moment. And we should not look at those things that we can see. And what is that thing that we are seeing? That, that, that you know, issue, that lost, that financial difficulties, all those situations that is actually before us, that is making it make life, life to be, you know, unbearable, is telling us today. They are, that they are temporal. All those things that we see, you know, some people are going through sickness. It's telling us it's temporal. Those sickness, those financial hardship, it's temporary. But we should concentrate on those things which are not seen. And what is that thing that is not seen? Just like that Psalm 119, 71 that we just read. That, that God should afflict us with his, you know, with, with the affliction. So we can understand, you know, the, 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 we should understand the, the, um, the I forgot the, um, the, the um, that we should understand the faithfulness of God. That we should understand, you know, the sovereignty of God. You know, that we should understand because those things, we don't see them. And that is what brings us that Galatian, you know, 
Galatians 5, 20 to 22. That is what brings us that Galatian because it will bring us, it will prone us to the point that the fruit of the spirit will start coming out from us. And also it's telling us again, you know, when we are going through this, people around us, please, if we are going through punishment, we should not go back and start punishing them back in return. In return, because God is actually proning us to be the best. So we can be, you know, we can be partaker of his love. So we can show that love because we've seen situations whereby when people go through some, you know, stages in life, especially some of us that we came to this country without any family, no relative and anything that you just, you know, just came. Some of us, we went through some difficult life that life was so much unbearable for us. And because of that, at the end of the day, he brought us, we came out in a, in a shiny you know, path. And today we can testify of the goodness of God upon our life. We went through that proning process to make us be the best we are today. But if someone that just started, we shouldn't let them go through the same process, please. Some people will say, ah, you do know what I went through. You don't understand. If you know what I went through, you have to go through the same process. Or some of us, some people did something to us that actually touches us. That we, after we came back in a strong way, we are ready to actually, you know, punish. Even people that have nothing to do with that thing that you went through. Some of us want to punish them back in return. But God is telling us, we are coming out to fulfill the fruit of the spirit, not the fruit of the flesh. It is the fruit of the um, spirit that God wants us to be distributing. Please, as a children of God, he already makes us to understand that there is no condemnation for us. And if there is no condemnation for us, that doesn't mean we should condemn others. Because the measure of the same that we use to judge others, that is the same measure that you will be judged. As a children of God. And that is the reason why every time God is telling us, don't forsake the garden of his children. Because he's telling to, he's using each one of us to bring the, his wisdom out of each one of us to understand. Sometimes we might not understand. Until when pastor was actually ministering. And that thing came to me. Like, okay, you know how you went through some difficulties when you first came into this country. Please don't look at other people to go through it. If you have the ability to help them, help them. That is the purpose of today. If we are being prone, if God wants them to be prone in the same way, it's now left between them and God. But if you have anything to assist them, to help them, to support them, please support them. Because one thing you don't understand, as you're supporting them, you're supporting Christ. And I pray that the Lord will help us that we come out with that fruit of the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a very uh, great contribution that you give over there. And uh, what I like most about that um, when God is pruning us, um, it's for us to, to bear good fruit, uh, not, to be, not to bring out bad fruit. And um, not to not to go back, not to go back. 
is to go forward. Uh, when you've been, when you, when a, when a, when a gardener prone, uh, their garden, uh, they expect a good result out of it, not bad results. And when you take a turn away from uh, from your from your garden, uh, you're not expecting the turn to come out of your tree because you remove it so you won't kill the tree. And that's where we should be. When we're being prone, we should let the fruit of the Spirit operate through us and not the fruit of, uh, of hatred or anger or, 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 or bitterness, but the fruit of love, joy, peace, and love. And uh, that will be our portion in Jesus' name. Thank you very much. Do we have any other contribution this morning? No, we're not allowed on the line. So if anybody want to contribute, you're welcome. Praise God. I just want to quickly appreciate. Good morning, Sir Bridget. <laughs> Good morning, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about leaving for a side, but I just quickly, I say, let me quickly chip in uh, something. We you. just thank God for uh, what God is doing. Thank God for this platform. Thank God for the writers of these precious ways that is able to help us, to encourage us, to strengthen us. So we have come to know that, you know, uh, whatever situation we are passing through, the Lord is telling us this morning that his love does not change. It's yes. a changing God. Yes. We have to know that yes. the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Whatever the situation, let us be joyful in him. Amen. Don't ever be grieved. Mm. Don't ever see yourself mm. as, oh, God doesn't love me. Who am I? Eh, eh. Mm. Mm. Rejoice. The Bible mm. says rejoice. rejoice. I say again, yeah, yeah, rejoice. rejoice. Wherever you are, whatever the situation, rejoice. Mm. That is what God expects from us. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I am very soon. I will be fully available. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that short and powerful contribution. In all circumstances, I'll be thankful. I'll be thankful. Be joyful and be thankful. Because sometimes we go through things that we think of people afflicting us or the trouble is from what we did or from what somebody did. No, it isn't. Uh, look at it as what God's will is concerning those things. And because God uh, is a God of faithfulness, if you look at him, he's always able to come. Uh, in the time of trouble, he's always there. Uh, for, unfortunately, we don't look for him in the time of trouble. We try to look for solution to this trouble instead of calling him the one that knows the way out to show us the way. May God help us to always uh, keep him in mind when we're going through a moment in Jesus' name. Thank you very much, man. Um, other contribution? No other contribution. Let's pray. Uh, Pastor Moses, can you pray for us as we share the grace? God bless you, man. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you there, Pastor Moses? Are you there? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you called me. Father, we give you all the grace. Amen. Eternal Rock of Ages, we exalt your holy name. We thank you. We give you praise for today. So again, who Lord, Father, Lord, to let us know that in all situations, in all circumstances that we find ourselves, Father, that we should rejoice in Christ Jesus, yes. O Lord. Yes. For your plan for us, O Lord, they are good, uh, not of evil, O Lord, 
but to take us to that expected end, oh Lord, Father, we give you praise this morning for educating us and giving us the insights that, that whenever things are not going right, oh Lord, we should keep on giving praise to your holy name because in that way we are submitting to the hand, oh Lord, that can take care of everything. And you are the only one that can take care of everything, oh Lord, because you are the only one that knows the name of that situation and you can speak to that situation to vanish and it will vanish. Lord, Almighty, we thank you. Amen. Making us to understand, oh Lord, bringing clarity to us again today, oh Lord, Father Lord, that you are not taking us through any punishment whatsoever, but because of your love, that is why you are telling us, oh Lord, to readjust in such situation upon us, oh Lord. Some of us, we are going through some situation and we think God is punishing us, but God is actually paying, telling us to pay attention, like pay attention that in this area, I want you to pay attention. In that area, I want you to pay attention. Father Lord Almighty, we thank you. Did you know how much love that you have for us because you don't want us to perish thank you father lord almighty you don't want us to be destroyed thank you it is really true that you said you are going ahead of us oh lord Mm -hmm. to prepare a place for us oh lord Mm -hmm. that wherever you are you want us to be yes father lord we thank you because you know all this baggage that we carry will not let us to be where you are And that is the reason why you want everything to be shed off. Uh, mm. You want everything to be removed. Uh, mm. You want everything to be eradicated mm. uh, upon mm. us, O oh Lord, so we can come up mm. strong like mm. you. Because you said, O oh Lord, you said before the foundation of this world, O oh Lord, you have already pre- predestined us, O oh Lord, to be blameless and holy. Yes. And in order for that to come to friction, O oh Lord, Father, Lord Almighty, you have to bring situation upon us, O oh Lord, to let us to actually be focused. Yes. Without us losing the salvation yes. that you have come to die for. Lord mm. Almighty, we salute you this morning Thank again, O oh Lord. Lord. It is only those ones that can think deeper that will know the extent of your love upon mm. our life. Mm. Even us ourselves, we don't even know how much you love us. Even though we actually say it in our mouths that, yes, God loves us. He gave us only his only begotten son. Still, we still did not yield to you. Father, Lord Almighty, we are praying, oh Lord, again this morning, that Lord Almighty give us a new heart. Amen. Because if you give us a new heart, we will appreciate you. We will rejoice. Yes, Lord. We will understand when we are going through situations that, yes, our God is in it with us. Because Mm -hmm. you said when we go through fire, you will be in us. Yes. You will be in it with us. You said when we are going through anything, you will be in it in us, oh Lord. And you will not let those things sweep us away or flooded us. Lord Almighty, we thank you. Give us that new heart, oh Lord, so we can have new insight about you. Amen. We can understand who you are and Amen. give privilege to everything to you, O oh Lord, Amen. referencing you in all our ways, in Amen. all situations, in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Lord Almighty, we thank you, O oh Lord, uh, for your for your for our shepherd, uh, which you have used to bless us again today, O oh Lord. Lord Almighty, may you continue to bless him more, more Amen. insight, more wisdom, no more knowledge upon him in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus Christ. Lord Almighty, we pray for your son that is always taking Monday 
everywhere he is at the moment father lord we cover him with the blood of jesus yeah, everything that he's doing at the moment father lord let it be success for him amen. in the mighty name of amen. jesus everlasting king of glory we thank you we give thank you praise to lord that thank every you. portion of this oh lord uh, will touch all our family in amen. the mighty name of jesus amen. and they will come out oh lord in a good in a, in, in, with a flying color, with the fruit of the spirit, Amen. with Galatians 5, oh Lord, is teaching us, oh Lord, Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank in you, Jesus' Lord. mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let us share the grace. May the grace, the grace of, of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord of and the sweet of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Surely. Surely. Goodness and mercy can follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And the one the Lord has blessed, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you for everything. And God bless you. Cover you with the blood of Jesus. Remember, whatever you're going through right now, invite God into it and give God praise because he's going to always end up in praise in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Jesus.